on the next Love and Makeup. On this episode, I talk about my experience at the Obama Portraits at the Brooklyn Museum. I also catch you up on Insecure. And lastly, we talk about Sephora's Beauty Insider Sale and my recommendations. Stay tuned. Hi, my name is Martika. I'm a plus size fashion and beauty enthusiast, entrepreneur, mother of two beautiful girls, and I've experienced both the good and not so great moments of love. Truth is, you have to. And I want to have an open and fun dialogue about those ups and downs with you. I want this to be a community of healing where we pull each other through, lift each other up, and maybe even get each other out of love's complex moments. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Love and Makeup. I am recording from another position, another place in time. I wish I was actually at a beach or something like that, but I'm actually not. I'm in Westchester right now, and we're sick yet once again. I think I. So by the time you hear this, um, you probably would have heard the last one, which I briefly described what happened and how we are sick again. So we're still battling it out over here. So I'm just um, hiding out in Westchester because I don't want to get uh, my parents any more sick than they are because they have still been recovering from COVID. So I don't want no problems. I went to um, before I actually knew I was ill. I went to the one of the second to last day of the Obama portraits, the Obama portraits tour. One of their stops is the Brooklyn Museum. I think next stop is Los Angeles. And I decided to go. I actually got like a complimentary ticket through Aria school, which that's kind of like the best part of being in some of these schools that you get all these um, uh, incentives. Uh, so we're part of this program called Cool Culture. And while we're waiting for our acceptance, um, they were kind enough to give us some complimentary tickets to the Obama portraits. So she was supposed to go. But at the time, she was like feverish. We were <clears throat> not sure what the hell was going on. You know, as usual, you always think it's COVID, but it wasn't. So we were like, you know what, let's just keep her home because I just didn't want her around other people. I didn't want her getting anyone else sick. And I also didn't want for her to get any sicker than she already was. So I left her behind and decided that I would go and pick up the literature or whatever it was that they were giving out and also to see the portraits. So I felt when I tell y'all mom guilt, it just all it was just a crazy. Remember, we were talking about merch, mer- Mercury. I told I can't say this word, but we were talking about Mercury retrograde in the last episode. And I swear to God, I know we have like, I guess, 70 something days left. But seriously, it just feels like Mercury retrograde is actively happening right now. So I go to the Obama portraits. I loved it. Um, just mesmerized, kind of mesmerized by um, Obama's portrait and. Michelle's portrait was just I said I I did a post on it and I said that that was like a master class on makeup application because you can literally see everything that was done to her face in terms of makeup just really good I spent like maybe 45 minutes there I kept asking security if I had to leave and they were like girl you got you good just chill a lot of people were taking pictures with the portraits which I found different I don't I, I don't think I've seen that before and then I realized Mm, this is probably because 
this is the closest like we'll ever get to the Obamas. Well, some people, you know, some people have been fortunate enough to have been closer. But for some, this is probably the closest that they will ever get to them. Like once that settled in, I was like, oh, I guess I understand why everyone's taking a portrait. I mean, a picture with the Obamas, like like if they were taking a picture with like the like the wax figurine and they were just taking selfies with it. And I just thought it was so weird at first, but then I kind of got it. So that's that's that. Then, of course, the I so I borrowed uh, my partner's car and the car breaks down all the way in Brooklyn. And I was just like, oh, just why? Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde. Like what? What's happening? Like, why must my car break down? Well, not my car, but his car break down right here. I mean, and it was smoking. I thought the car was on fire. I ended up leaving the car. I was <laughs> at some point, like I'm just sitting there. I'm ordering food. I'm ordering soup. I'm like, yeah, today's a good ramen day. So I'm ordering the soup. And I'm like, by the time I get there, it should be done. <clears throat> and sure enough, I, I smell like it smells like fire. So I just gather up all the important stuff, including the souvenirs that I had just gotten from the Brooklyn Museum. I was like, I paid too much money for this. So I grabbed all of that stuff and I just, you know, turned the car off and just got out the car. We're still not sure what's wrong with it. The mechanic is still looking at it. It's a mess. So I don't know if you can hear my voice. Like definitely my voice has changed. I'm sick. I'm tired of being sick. I've been drinking hot toddies for days. Just hoping that this goes away is just not going away. Every time I feel like it's going to get better, it doesn't. I'm just over it. I'm kind of over over being sick. I've been sick for some time now. And um, I'm just wondering, like, what all of this is doing to my body. I'm like, what is it like? Do I have the weakest immune system ever? Like, I'm not too sure. But then again, I've just been around individuals that have been sick. So I'm just hoping that this goes away soon. Yeah. So that's kind of what's been happening with me for the past few days. Um, And I think one of the more exciting things that happened is over the weekend, our very own Insecure came on again. And it's the last season. We have to talk about it. This is what we're going to be talking about in terms of love. Let's just get to it. So the last season of Insecure is on. It began October 24th. Actually, that's my dad's birthday, which he turns 81. That's insane. My dad is 81. God bless him. Um, But yeah, so it began this Sunday. I'm just getting to see it today, Thursday. I was honestly just trying to get someone to give me their HBO Max password because I didn't want to pay for another month of this. But whatever. You know what? I think Insecure always starts like this where it's like, I don't know if I'm fully invested yet. Right. It just starts very mellow, kind of like catching us up on what's been going on for the past few months, years or whatever in their timeline. There's no real like craziness going on, any of that. So it was just like real chill. I wish I had waited maybe like three episodes to talk about what's going on. But we got I was really just expecting there to be like a continuation of the conversation that happened at the end of season four. But it didn't happen like that at all. So apparently they went to Stanford for a 10 year reunion. You know, there was like a lot of throwback songs happening, a lot of rekindling with old people that they used to know back in school. The tension between Molly and Issa is just awkward and just uncomfortable. They seem to, this is a spoiler alert. I'm not going to really tell you much. Well, I don't know, but it's a spoiler alert. So yeah, so they seem to like kind of want to get back into it, but they're like fumbling around each other. Like 
you just don't really know how to kind of interact with your friend because you guys have had a falling out. They're in that stage, which is kind of like, you know, you just kind of want them to get back to it. But they're they're pussyfooting around each other right now. Um, But something happens in the episode that kind of helps them break that wall that they both have up. And uh, we'll see how that progresses throughout the season. We do get a chance to see fuckboy number one. I don't know. I know people are going to be like, why is he a fuckboy? He wasn't with her. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it. It's just an awkward and unfortunate situation in their relationship. And, you know, we do get to see that what's going to what may or may not happen with their relationship. I'm happy with part of the decision that she made, but it looks like she's going to probably be going back and forth throughout the season. We'll see what the feeling that I got throughout the entire episode was kind of how we all felt about 2020. Like once 2020 happened, it was really like, are we wasting time on things that do not bring us value? And how are we valuing our time on this earth? And what kind of legacy are we trying to leave behind? I got a lot of that and that they are all in some sort of crossroads. So I was so fucked up from the last time that I just stopped recording. And here it is Sunday again. I'm just like, come on, Marta, we're going to get back to it. So this episode might be a bit like it's going to be all over the place. When I first started recording this episode, it was the Thursday of October, like October. So I think it was like right before Halloween. Which means that we were only episode one. I think episode two has already happened. And this is the third Sunday. It's November 7th. Which means that this is the third Sunday that Insecure is coming up. It's about five o'clock in the afternoon. So uh, it hasn't released yet. And you probably won't get this episode until sometime next week. So I left off saying that there was a lot of existential crisis just happening. The person who I felt was having like a super, like a major existential crisis was Natasha Rothwell's character. She is usually known to be the funny character and I don't think people really take her seriously. And something happens in the episode that makes her kind of step her pussy up. You know what I mean? I, I have this jotted down that You'll you'll hear Prenny's preguntas. You'll hear that. And I thought it was hysterical because it was still in keeping with her character because she is the one. All of them are funny, but she tends to always have like the raw funniest lines. So, um, you know, but you see her kind of step her pussy up and say like, all right, like. This is kind of what I want to leave. This is the legacy that I want to leave. You'll hear Prenny's preguntas. I'm not going to even tell you what it is. because Honestly, I don't really know what it is either. But I thought it was funny. And I think I'm going to incorporate that into this podcast. And at the end of the podcast, you'll hear me say, Martica's preguntas. <laughs> yeah, moving on to episode two, you get to see Issa finagling with some relationships or dipping, maybe dipping back into relationships that... She 
shouldn't have. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think she should have because I have a tendency of talking very broadly because I don't I'm not the person I don't like doing spoiler alerts. So I do talk very broadly, but just putting this out there, if you haven't listened to if you haven't watched Insecure, don't listen to this part of the podcast. Just move forward. Yeah. So she ends up getting in the bed. With someone who she shouldn't have. But the point, the funniest part is that she never even made it through it because I think she really is still in love and mourning the loss of her relationship with old boy. And that's a sticky situation. You know, like you want to move forward. You kind of, you have your needs or whatever, but you're really still like your heart is still stuck on the previous situation. So she just bust out crying. And I, I really did feel that that part of the episode, because you want to forget so badly, but you just can't. You can't really forget because it's still so deeply in your heart and it's an unresolved issue. So I also I kind of felt bad for the character who she did that with because. You know, I feel like he's been there for her and she doesn't take him seriously. But that's kind of how it is, right? Like you have the ideal guy that you should be with and then you have the one that you want to be with. And I was saying good for him that he didn't essentially stick around. He was like, like, I'm I'm all set off of this. Like we see Molly piggybacking also off of what we saw in the first episode where Molly and Issa were very tentative around each other. And eventually that thing happens to them that kind of breaks the ice. Now we see them jump into their relationship like full force. They are back at it. Like if nothing ever happens, they are each other's aces. It's it's just it's just lovely. It's lovely to watch. I'm because I always take everything with like a grain of salt. I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, but I'm hoping that it doesn't. And at the end of the day, like if nothing works out for any one of them in terms of a romantic relationship, I hope that they keep this up. I think that they're doing very well right now and that they they are like complimenting each other. Everyone's just trying to be better. Everyone's just trying to, again, everyone's stepping their pussy up. Everyone, you know, Molly is trying to get her to have a come to Jesus moment with herself to find out why it is that she can't keep a man or keep a relationship, right? Issa is back and forth with her decision to maybe not keep things going with Fuckboy because I'm just going to call him Fuckboy from now on. He he has, I know he has a name, but he's Fuckboy to me. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't want, I kind of want them to stay. Okay, once the, the situation happened, but once that happened, I was like, just run, just run Issa. But I do like them together. But because I'm an outsider looking in, I'm like, just run, just run the other way. Go live your life. Go do what you have to do. And essentially, we're seeing her do that. But she is grappling with the fact that she isn't with him. And I think we're going to see a lot of the expectations of what people want you to do. Like what I'm saying, like just run the other way versus what 
really makes you happy and if that's something that you can really deal with. And we see that a lot, right? Like, you know, we look at other people's relationships and situations and we're like, oh, why would she do that? Or why would he do that? Or why would they do this and stay together? And, you know, we have a lot of our individual judgments about other people's relationships, but we don't know, like that might be okay for them. And it doesn't mean that it isn't difficult or hard, but it's a it's a hard choice that they decided to make and they're fine with it. They're okay with it. Yeah, so I think we're gonna see a lot of that this season. I'm watching another show on HBO. It's called, what is it called? No, hold on. Cause I, I just finished watching it. Hold on. I just finished catching up. It's called Love Life. And it's following this gentleman named Marcus. So it's, this is season two. The first season was with a completely different couple but they're all kind of intertwined. You don't have to watch the first season to be able to watch the second season. So I like that. The second season follows this gentleman named Marcus, who he was in, he was married. And now, you know, based off of something that he did, now he is a divorce and he's managing a newly divorcee life, right? Divorcee life or whatever, whatever, however you say it. Girl, this guy is just like a hot fucking mess. Like, I, I don't think he knows who he is. You ever, you ever see the guy that just takes on the form of the person that he is dating. I think that this is this guy. Marcus is that person. Like he knows individually what he wants in terms of like his career. He knows, um, you know, the issues that he has with his parents or, you know, his relationships with his friends. But when it comes down to a romantic relationship, like I don't think he really knows what he wants. And it's I see how he essentially evolves into the person that he's in where he loses himself altogether. I think he really needs to find himself first before he tries to get into a relationship. But there is one potential that he keeps kind of gravitating to. But they never kind of get to it. And all this other crazy shit happens to him, which kind of prevents him from getting into a thing with this individual, this person, this girl in the show, this woman in the show, rather. It's a good show. I, I really like it. I was surprised that I liked it as much as I do. And I do recommend watching it. They're quick episodes. I think the episodes are like 30 minutes long or something to that effect. And I like the scenery of the show. Like if you have a love for New York City, you will absolutely love this show. You know, it shows you like the Upper West Side, Harlem. It shows you the museums. Like you will fall in love with the show just because you're from New York City and you recognize like even the cover photo for the show is him being in a New York City subway and you see the train map. But the the part that I love the most is that you see all the scratches on the window, you know, those like plexiglass windows and how people like to scratch it with either their nail or the keys. You see all of those details in the show. And I love that in the picture uh, or the photograph rather. And I love it. Yeah, it's a good show. It's It's a good show. I recommend watching it. It's on HBO. Yeah. So that's it for love, y'all. I think that is that's all I'm going to talk about. These two shows. I think with those two, you are set. You are good to go. And don't forget to like recommend stuff to me. If you have gotten this far into the podcast and you're like, yeah, you know, I think you would really like this show and maybe you could review it on the podcast. Like, let me know. Um, I'm excited to see Harlem. Harlem comes out December 3rd. Yes. And I'm even more excited because my friend works on the show you know, whatever, because I have friends in high places. Okay, so I'm going to be watching the show for more than 
just because I want to watch it. I need to support. And you're going to be seeing a lot of me putting the show and like the credits of the show in my stories. Just deal with it. This is how you support your friends. Okay, that's it. Check out Harlem. It comes on Alexa Prime. Ain't this something? It comes on Amazon Prime December 3rd. Boom. And if you don't have Prime, find a way to bum it off of somebody else. And if you want public assistance, you can get it for like $5 and some change a month. Again, that is like a Popeye's meal. So what what we doing? You can do this. All right, y'all, let's move on to makeup. Have y'all heard of this purple lipstick viral TikTok trend? I was looking through Priscilla Ono. What's her name? Priscilla Ono, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, Rihanna's makeup artist. And she's... Okay, yeah. So she's the brand's global makeup artist. And um, so there's this viral TikTok trend. And I was looking through her Instagram page. And I realized that she was talking about the trend. And she was saying that purple is the new thing. Like, instead of using pink blush which people usually have a tendency of going to because blush is just supposed to be an enhancement of when your natural blush happens but she says that purple is another option and that some people are like no it just makes you look like you're bruised but if you pick the right shade of purple for your specific tone then you should be good so there's a few purple uh, um blushes that are trending right now. And one of them is the Fenty Blush. <clears throat> Some of the brands that have these purple blushes are Nudes Blush and Moody Blue. And the Nudes Blush, it actually has like a kabuki brush at the other end. It's a dual, dual-sided dual product. And then you have the Cheeks Out Freestyle Cream for Fenty Beauty. And Glossier has a cloud paint in the color Haze. That looks more like a pink purple, but it's still purple nonetheless. I tried purple once, so I have a video out on YouTube. I do have a video out where I'm using purple lipstick. And I said that I would never use purple lipstick again because it actually made my teeth look so much more yellow. Or maybe that's just like the natural yellow that they are, but it it brought the yellow out so much that I was like, never again. There are some lip shades that will bring out, like will make your teeth look whiter. And this shade made my teeth look super yellow. So I was like, not again. But I think it's because of the shade that I use. I think if I would have used a deeper purple, then obviously my teeth wouldn't have looked as yellow because it would have been a contrast. I like the purple. I think I'm going to try it. I have these three recommendations. I don't see how it would be too much of a difference from the pink. And with the cream shadow, you can always blend it in. You just have to be careful. That's it. As a matter of fact, I think I had like a deep plum shade that I used to use back in the days. Um, NYX or was it Elf? Elf had like a four palette eyeshadow a four a four pot eyeshadow palette that had a deep purple shade in it or it was more like a plum but it it really did look like purple and I used to use it all the time it was one of my favorite favorite 
blushes to use because I thought it just made me look really good. Then Sephora is also doing their VIB. As I mentioned before, this is a great time to stock up on some of your classic or favorites. Um, like for example, the Translucent Powder by Laura Mercier, the NARS Natural Radiant Longwear Foundation. I love that one. These are again, holy grail products that will never fail you. Um, we have the Anastasia Beverly Hills Brow Definer, although I've been using the Benefit Cosmetics one uh, lately. So, you know, you pick and choose which one you want. The All Nighter Spray, like get yourself a setting spray, Morphe. Do they sell the Morphe spray at Sephora? Not too sure because um, I've always gotten mine at Ulta. But a great time to stock up on Beauty Blender. If you use Beauty Blender or a blending sponge. Um, what else? And then again, try new products that you probably were like, I'm not spending that much money on that product, but now is a great time to do it. If you're a beauty insider like me with no extra, you know, um, points, it's still 10%. So that's fine too. That's a tax or find yourself a friend that likes to shop and ask them for their discount. I've done that before. I have two makeup addicts in my um, tribe and they, you know, by this time around, they're like, hey, do you need anything? So, yes. So check that out. November 5th through. So just started two days ago through the 15th. You have time to get yourself something from Sephora. So that's it, y'all. I'm going to stop the episode here. I plan on recording tomorrow. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please tell someone, tell your mother, tell your sister, tell your cousin, tell your brother. I really appreciate you being here out of hundreds of thousands of podcasts. The fact that you're listening to mine, even if for a second means so much to me. So thank you. Make sure to subscribe and to follow me on my website, www.martika.com for all things Martika and makeup. And listening is super easy. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play love and makeup on Apple Podcasts. All right, y'all. I'll check y'all out next time.